Today we did another episode of Mr. Belvedere, a show that ran from 1985 to 1990. It was about the humorous adventures of an English housekeeper working for an American family. We did Season 3, Episode 10, titled Pills, where Marsha uses Heather's diet pills as a way to study hard for an exam. Welcome to Torture Vision. She killed it. She killed it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't for her to kill it. I just wanted it to be quiet. It was, it was a baby. She, she smothered her own baby. You son of a bitch. Why did you make me remember that? Hello, my name is Anthony Dinar, and this is my co-host, Brandon Hayes. Hello. Um... First, I'd like to just state that, like, it's almost cliche, but it's like, how fucking ridiculous is it that your parents steal your own drugs to do them for you? I learned it from watching you. <laughs> what is that from? It's from an old commercial from the 80s. I, re- I remember hearing commercial. that. Yeah. yeah. I learned it from you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the episode's called Pills because Mom steals the, uh, amphetamine uh, pills from her daughter who wants to lose weight because she says she's all fat and chubby or disgusting or something like that and um, and then she takes the pills uh, instead to study for a test right uh, and right off the bat we just gotta get rid of the elephant in the room uh, mom's hair is the worst it's ever been in any of these Belvedere episodes <laughs> I wrote down it looks like a puffball with a mullet <laughs> Even by 80s standards, that hair was atrocious. <laughs> okay, as a cosmetologist since 2005, and it's 2014 now, um, that is the worst haircut that I've seen on, on television, and I've never done that haircut in the salon. Like, there's no connection whatsoever. I know this is too much information for no, all of you no out there. No one's ever coming in and said, like, I want to look absolutely hideous. Can you give me a puffball on top and a, and a MacGyver mullet in the back? <laughs> no one's ever said that? No. No, and if they did, I'd send them away. <laughs> you wouldn't work on that? No, because, like, they're not going to tip me anyways, and, like, that's all we do is work on tips, so fuck that. I don't want people to be like, Oh, so where'd you get your hair done? It's like, oh, Anthony did it. It's like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, even if they tipped you a lot. If they gave you the bad press of saying, like, oh, I just got this hair done by, by Anthony. <laughs> like, what, what is it when, um, when like, you have to sign, like, some sort of release saying that you won't, like... Indif- Disclose. Yeah, anything. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time it would be, uh, uh, like, debatable if I would do that. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the puffball mullet. But we're doing it in the back alley, and you're not telling anyone. <laughs> so, like, aside from her horrendous haircut that nobody would ever wear, um, did you ever notice that, like, on the stairway, there's, like, I counted five different clocks on the wall, and it's like... It's like the train station in New York. Like, every clock has a different time on it. Like, what... Where where are they? Do you know where they well, are? Well, it's, it's uh, Pittsburgh, I believe. So Pittsburgh has no reason to want to know what, like, Mr. Belvedere or anyone else, the Owens, like, they don't need to know what time it is well, in France or wherever the fuck those clocks are from. The, the, the intro 
the the wonderful song that is the intro shows Mr. Belvedere jumping from place to place. He's hanging out with Gandhi one moment, then he's oh, that's like, doing true. This. So maybe that's him. Maybe he's just trying to keep track of world time. Dude, how fucking rich are the Owens? Like, like they can afford a butler who has a better lifestyle than anybody I know. I think we discussed this last time. Like, why is he a butler? <laughs> He's so world-traveled and well-known and everything. He's hanging out with Gandhi and whatnot. Why is now, why, why is he a butler? I don't know. But with all that kind of money, they could afford, like, paying a stylist with a dis- discloser to do that awful haircut. <laughs> no, they spend a lot of money on those clocks, maybe. That's... I don't know. Well, he wants to know what time it is in India so he can call Gandhi. (laughs) (laughs) We're completely wasting time (laughs) with things that have nothing to do with this episode. Well, I do have to say, like, they summed this up. Like, she had, like, a drug addiction, and they summed it up all in one episode. And what is that, like, 30 minutes, like, minus commercials or whatever? It was, like, 22 minutes. Plus, you had the side story that didn't mean anything. Yeah, with the mice or whatever. It's the shortest drug addiction ever. (laughs) Yeah. Like if it was if drug addiction was was like really only that bad, like it really wouldn't be an issue in real life, right? Yeah, but uh, so the 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 dumb mom who took the pills from her daughter, she like she was having a really hard time staying up, and coffee wasn't like enough, and like she was trying to study for some I don't know exam or whatever at school. She's trying to be a lawyer. Well, when she takes the pills, like, she's all hopped up, and you can tell she's high. Um, She, like, she does almost anything but studying. Did you notice that? (laughs) I I wrote that down. She said, uh, like, I think I'll go do some yard work. Yeah, I'm going to set the table at 1 o'clock in the the morning for breakfast. It doesn't really use her time effectively. She has a fucking butler. Like, <laughs> what else is he supposed to do? <laughs> well, in this episode, all he does is criticize her for taking pills. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's got only enough time to do that and, what, call Gandhi. And he's got nothing else he can do for the entire it, fucking show. <laughs> the, uh, the, the girl, who, the daughter of the show who thinks she's fat, which she's not. Maybe she's just... Just not wear big fluffy sweaters, <laughs> and she'd look thinner. But uh, she thinks she's fat, so she she wants to take these pills. Her friend uh, Angela comes over, and she just, gonna... she just walks right in. She doesn't knock or anything. Yeah, just what was that right in the in. back door? Even yeah, and uh, and then says, uh, you know, I I've got these pills. Or no, no, no. <laughs> the uh, the daughter, the fat daughter, says, "Did you get the pills?" And Angela <laughs> says, "Oh, yeah." Like, like she forgot the reason why she came over. So then she reaches into her back pocket and pulls out this giant <laughs> thing of pills. Like, how did you forget that was in your back pocket? I don't know. The whole I've, time. I've never seen a pill bottle as big as a soda can like that before. Yeah, it was gigantic. So then she says, um, you know, these pills are great. They uh, string you out and make you sick or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Belvedere happens to catch it along with the mother. They say, like, oh, no, you can't take these pills because they're horribly addictive. They uh, destroy your body. And um, you just, you don't want any part of this. Just use some self-control, and you'll be able to lose the weight you want to lose. Yeah. Which she mentions is, like, three pounds. Like, please. Yeah. Like, take a dump, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Damn. What kind of dumps are you taking on? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, seriously, yeah, like, like that was uh, that was kind of weird. And like, mom takes them, and she's like, "I'll take care of these." She puts them in her purse, and she uh, she inevitably starts taking them. And then she even like yells at Mister Belvedere, like, "I know you took my pills. Like, where are they? <laughs> they didn't just disappear." And like, I thought he took them too, because like he just nagged on her the entire episode uh, between his international calls. And uh, and then, like, they were still in the purse. So she's like, oh, yeah, like, sorry. He's like, yeah, that's okay. Like, paranoia is, you know, part of the ride. <laughs> right. Take the ticket, which, ride the ride. <laughs> which is, again, one of those points. Like, I made this point before when we started watching Mr. Belvedere. Uh, the family is stupid. Mr. Belvedere is supposed to be the voice of reason, and everyone else is dumb as shit. And this is a perfect episode where... He doesn't involve the family. Like, he doesn't tell the father until the very end. Actually, I don't even think he tells the father. The daughter tells the father, hey, mom's hooked on drugs. Um, Mr. Belvedere doesn't do anything to to help the situation. He just stands back, and he's, his his goal, like, or his, uh, his approach is he's going to watch the mom fall flat on her face and then laugh at her. Well, he that- does, like, pick her up. You know, like at the uh, the at school. the end after she's fallen flat on her face. Yeah, that's true. Actually. And then says, and he like, still look, makes fun of her. <laughs> look, dummy, I was right from the beginning. <clears throat> like, you shouldn't have done this. Yeah, but never did he get the father involved. No, and when the father did get involved, he said something like, "You know, I've done some pretty stupid things, but never anything as dumb as this." And the butler, Mister Belvedere, he's like, uh, "Yeah," and that says a lot. Like, I want the job where I can be a butler or some sort of like domestic servant or something. And, like, be able to tell, like, the people who are paying me that they're a bunch of fucking idiots all yeah. the time and still keep my job. That's fucking awesome. Try walking up to your boss wherever you work and telling him he's a dumbass and, <laughs> yeah. and see if you get another paycheck. Now, if you were, like, well-known, like, Mr. Belvedere, like, maybe you can get away with that. Like, you just call, like, like all your friends internationally and, like, pull some strings. Like, who knows? Like, but, yeah, that's a fucking sweet job. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I only the, have... the, the parents, like, part of, like, the, the husband, uh, the side, the dumb side stories, there's a rat upstairs in the basement, or, or no, no, in the, the attic, attic to upstairs, um, and, uh, and so the father is gonna spend all sorts of money on, uh, traps and poisons. Yeah, way whatever. more money than what it would Instead cost of... to buy a, a, a exterminator to come in the house. Right. Cause he wants to kill this thing on his own. Cause he's and a man. So... So he's upstairs dealing with his rat the whole episode. and that he um, never kills, by the way, in the no, entire episode. There's no payoff for He that is a big line. failure. He is. Not only does he not kill it, but we're informed later that it was actually a female rat and it had a bunch of babies. So now the problem is much worse. Yeah. But <laughs> aside from that, when he wakes up one morning, he's like, Oh, honey, I'm sorry I didn't come to bed last night. I fell asleep in the attic trying to kill the rat. And uh, she's like, oh, I didn't go to bed either because I'm all hopped up on pills. <laughs> no, her exact words was like, oh, I didn't notice. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, well, you know, good luck on your exam today at school. Like, there's no follow-up to that conversation. None. Which, once again, proves that this family is stupid. Yes. Yeah, so if it wasn't daughter... for Mr. Belvedere, they probably all would have killed themselves by now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Accidentally. They would have just, like electrocuted themselves, stuck their finger in the wall socket, something. This family would not have survived without Mr. Belvedere. The daughter had to tell um, the father that mom's all, like, pepped up on speed pills. And 
and like the the dad was so dumb he didn't even realize it even though she's acting like totally different and um and then he like kind of yells at her sort of but that's at the end of the episode like in between like him trying to kill the mouse and uh mr belvedere like rigging up the uh the um not microwave the uh, refrigerator with an alarm and a padlock and <laughs> like that the the fridge and everything has has more security than and more technology going on than the rat traps up in the attic <laughs> well see they should have just hired mr belvedere to, to kill the mouse of- yeah <laughs> um at the end of each episode i this is the second Mr. Belvedere episode I've ever watched. Um, does does he always keep a handwritten account of yes. the Owens daily events? How yes. fucking creepy is that? Yeah. <laughs> he writes in his journal, like, today was a good day or today was a bad day. Why? If I did that to, like, my employer, like, they would think I was fucking weird. Well, maybe Especially if I was a butler, like... What are you doing with this? You like you writing a book? What for? Are you gonna publish all my secrets? Like, they're pretty clueless throughout their day to day adventures. Yes. So they're probably like they have no idea what he's doing in secret. Yeah. Um, I, I like at the very end. The only other note I wrote down is um, at the very end when we've learned our lesson and the mother feels ashamed for having been uh, addicted to these speed pills and then she's now learned her lesson. She's not gonna take any more. Uh, her daughter still has to berate her, and her daughter says, "You're my mother. You're supposed to know what's right." And I wrote down first the embarrassing haircut, then hooked on speed. Like <laughs> you're just an embarrassment altogether. You're a horrible human being. <laughs> I wish I wasn't uh, wasn't related to you. Yeah. But of course, at the end of this episode, all problems are solved except for the rat problem. But we'll forget all about that, and the next episode of Mr. Belvedere will be completely normal, like just back to square one. Yeah. So like every twenty-two minute uh, sitcom. Yeah, just hit that restart time. Yeah. Um, the movie rating, I'd say this is bad. Episode. Yeah. It was weak. Yeah, but it was it was definitely entertaining because everyone's so fucking dumb and clueless, um, and it was. Uh, it was kind of see. It was kind of cool to see her all high, especially after stealing the drugs from her daughter to get high. Like that's the that's like the uh, the iconic thing that you always hear about, <laughs> like like your parents stealing your own weed to go get high, like <laughs> and you could smell it in the other room or something like that. I'm sure that's happened to lots of people. Like yeah, and fucking then, parents are awful. <laughs> and then, like you said, she's doing it wrong. She's all high, and then she's like, "I'm gonna go do some yard work." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do go do the butler's jobs. Like, no, you study, bitch. Like, <laughs> what's your problem? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's bad. The weakest episode I think we've we've ever done was the uh, the Dukes of Hazard. So far, that one was just awful. There was nothing to talk about. But like, I'm I'm real happy with the Belvedere series. Um, <laughs> if it st- stays with this, like, like I I hate to admit it, like. I'd probably watch, like, everything they got if they were all this bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they're all this bad, but, uh, yeah, I've only got one more Mr. Belvedere episode in the queue, but I've got a ton of other stuff. Yeah, cool. Well, enjoy our uh, favorite clip of the show. Thanks. Look at me. Not now, I'm eating. (laughs) I'm a big, fat, disgusting blob. I hate myself. All right, Heather. Now... What's the matter? I gained three pounds. Oh, no. 